I was thinking you do crazy stories. Welcome back to the Three Poets in a Pod podcast. We're extremely thankful that you are here with us. And we hope this episode delivers. Today, we'll be, t- we'll be discussing the issues surrounding our national parks. Say hello, Nikki. Hello. You as well, Chase. Hi. All right, we're glad to be back, and we'll just get this started. We're going to dive into the issues surrounding national parks. Obviously, as pollution hits our earth, nature is slowly deple- depleting, and our national parks are some of the most beautiful nature that we have left. So, I'll start off with this. Have you two visited any national parks i have visited a national park i've been to uh, one in particular i really enjoyed was zion national park in utah very beautiful red rocks and yeah i did a nice hike it's called the narrows it was a lot of fun i've heard that's gorgeous what about you chase uh, i went to yosemite when i was like 12 me too i went there for a wedding once and i remember the big the trees the trees were just unreal really yeah nice. the trees were unreal um Monday cheese. all right We'll go into the side that you guys have studied, which is how can we increase awareness around national parks and what is some problems that we need to be aware of? Yeah, so some problems uh, facing our national parks right now is that people don't know the whole story of each national park. Um, Every national park has its own special story on why it is a national park, and I think if people knew those, they'd get more visitors. Um, An issue with the lack of visitors is also that the crumbling buildings like Mission San Antonio and Ellis Island, these, these, you know, historic places are falling apart, uh, causing visitors not to come, which ultimately you can't pay for repairs. So they got to, you know, take out a loan or do something like that to pay to repair them. And wildlife management. This one actually kind of blew my mind when I was doing my research. Uh, No national parks exit into isolation. So many of the animals in the park are confined to its area. Uh, This is unhelpful because the animals in the parks cannot roam free. So all these parks are backed up to, you know, residential commercial areas. And that's a that's a big bummer for the animals and the livelihood of our national parks. Thank you, Nikki. And I think it's really interesting because obviously we want everything to be like we want we want more visitors. We want more people to love the parks. We want more people to be aware. But also with that increase in tourism creates um sort of an overload of visitors, which can force the parks to install new facilities and roads and parking lots and bathrooms to accommodate to these people, which is great because more people are willing to help possibly, but it also disrupts the wildlife and the natural presence of the parks. So that's a tough one. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties, but Chase is going to go back to his quote on Jacques. Yeah, Jacques Yves Cousteau says that for most, of na- for most of history, man has had to fight nature to survive. In this century, he's beginning to realize that in order to survive, he must protect it. And um, this kind of just relates back to like as climate change gets more, more prominent, you know, in our world that this is going to be, you know, the national parks are going to be something that are going to be increasingly important, you know, as other things are starting to change. And um, I think that as Nikki was saying, it's kind of mind blowing that, you know, they're not getting the attention that they necessarily deserve. And I think that we're going to probably hopefully see a change in that over these next few years and uh people you know paying attention and get them getting more funding and uh you know love from the the government and stuff like that so yeah absolutely i agree i mean you know things are changing everything seems to be changing with covid with climate change 
and we can't really help it at this point. You know, the automotive industry has taken over and the way that we make things in factories is just, it's not gonna help the earth at all. So if we can preserve anything, I really hope that it's our national parks. And with that, I'll close with the final question. How has nature affected you guys? How has it affected me? Well, you know, during the coronavirus pandemic, you know, we were super cooped up in our houses. Uh, luckily, we have a, a boat in the harbor and my family, we'd go out to the Channel Islands and, you know, in a time where so much bad is going on, uh, the time with the family out there was kind of surreal and, you know, it, just, it was cool. It's pretty, it's, you know, you're alone out there. So I guess nature, you know, made me very happy during a time where there wasn't much to be super happy about. And the Channel Islands are actually a state park, so that's great. Chase, anything from you? Yeah, I know. I think we're just so lucky to live in Santa Barbara, and uh, we have a unique experience here, you know, with the mountains and the beach. And, uh, you know, it just helps you gain different perspectives about the world we live in and uh, really, you know, appreciate kind of all that we do have uh, outside of, you know, all the, like, human and materialistic things. So, yeah, I think also, Joaquin, I'd just like to finish before you... On, your, on a quote I have uh, from Robin Williams, you know, one of my favorite, you know, comedic minds. Uh, he says, spring is nature's way of saying, let's party. So, yeah, I just wanted to end off on that. Let's party. <laughs> Thank you very much, Chase. We're all so thankful for nature. Personally, I'm, I'm actually going to study um, environmental studies in college. So I really want to pursue this, this world of preserving our nature's beauty because it's really what's the most important, in my opinion. Thank you guys for being here and thank you guys for listening.